Hello and welcome to a new episode of the You're My Comzero podcast and I'm your host Asif Chowdhury. Today my guest is Damien Vizard who is Strategic Communications Business Partner at Ty Callon Community Housing in Wales. Damien is a communications and marketing professional with over a decade of experience working in the housing sector and a member of the CIPR Chartered Institute of Public Relations. He's a He's passionate about change communication and is a visual communications expert. Before moving into the world of housing, Damien ran his own business for three years, offering multimedia solutions. He's a husband, a dad of two, a drummer, a retro gaming nerd, and an amateur barber. Uh, So, Damien, it's a pleasure to welcome you on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so so pleased to be here. And um, for our listeners who don't know... Damien, you're um, one our first cohort of Comsero ambassadors, aren't you? You're on that. Uh, you're on that panel as well as recently being um, carbon literate, certified through the Comsero network as well. So you're very much a, a Comsero super fan and very much a, a part of the community. I, I definitely class myself as a bit of a, a Comsero fanboy, and it, it was such a privilege to be, uh, you know, to be on to be on that that first kind of cohort of Comsero ambassadors. Yeah, yeah if, lots if, of if I could have a comms hero tattoo, I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm honoured. I'm honoured. So let's do some getting to know you stuff then, Damien. So I've got some quick fire questions. So, what's the most place played song on your playlist? Um, Eight in the Mountain Higher by Marvin Gaye and, um, good and, song, and Tammy Terrell. Good Thrall. track. Yeah. yeah. Good track. It's, it's what, on what is, it about, what is it about that one? Um, yeah. I've got a playlist called um, Positive Vibes, and in that, that is that is one of the songs. But it, the kids just love it in the car and things, and we just yeah. sort of have it on repeat, you know. You'll have to share that on socials and let everyone join in the inspiration and get onto your playlist as well. So so I like that. love that track. So um, which famous person would you invite to dinner and why? Uh, I struggled with this one, and yeah. I was thinking, can I, can, I have, can I ask more than one? But you said I only, can only have one. So I'm going to go for David Goggins. So he's um, an ex-Navy SEAL. He's like an ultra-marathon um, athlete and things. And I think he's he's gone through every hell week the U.S. kind of military have. You know, uh-huh. um, he's got a book called You Can't Hurt Me. And uh, in there, he's on about like taking souls. You know, like how something relentless can't you can't stop yeah. something relentless. And I just think for me, you know, working in comms. <laughs> I, I could just sort of relate to that and you know, listening uh, listen to some of his podcasts and speeches and, and his uh, reading his books and things. I'm just thinking, yeah, I'm, uh, it just helps me sort of uh, you know <laughs> go through my daily sort of uh, career really because I think in comms yeah. you need to be relentless sometimes you know to yeah. sort of banging that drum how important it I'd is. I agree with that. Things. I'd agree with that. So yeah, what a great. No, I don't know, never heard of him before, but I will look him up definitely. And that that'll mm-hmm. add that book to my TBR list uh, and. Uh, and or or even audible might have a, might be one to listen to that one. So uh, mm-hmm. excellent. So that's a new one on me. So and finally, then Damien, three words to describe you: multitasker, um, adapter, uh, inquisitive. Okay, great. Right then. So do you want to give us an example of? Because uh, um, you know, there's a popular misconception that men can't multitask. So tell us a bit more about that one. Yeah. So that's a kind of very loose sort of multitasking. So I've probably got like undiagnosed ADHD or something, right? But I tend to start many tasks. 
and I think that's really handy in comms anyway because we need to spin, yeah. spin lots of plates at the same time because <laughs> yeah. nothing lands through. You know, nothing starts end to finish in one go. Yeah. Um, so I, I, you know, it does help in comms, but I, I do tend to start things and then move on to something else at, at the same time. I'll have multiple tabs yeah. open in my on my laptop, <laughs> multiple yeah. programs. I'll have like sort of Photoshop open. I'll have Word open. I'll be doing a bit of press release. And I'll jump back into Photoshop. It's not yeah. that I get bored. It's just I'll get distracted by that thing, I guess. So yeah. sort of multitasking in a loose way. You know, not always a good way, I guess. But it, I think it's good to be aware of it as well, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's working <laughs> for you, isn't it? Things. It's working for you. That's the main yeah. thing. So that's great. No, I it appreciate does. you uh, uh, sharing some of that insight. And I hope the listeners, I know I have enjoyed getting to know a little bit more about you. But we're here today to talk about uh, volunteering and sharing your comm skills can be very rewarding. And it feels good to give something back. And as comms practitioners, we have many transferable skills that can help other organizations. And volunteering your time can not only give you a warm feeling inside, but also offer an insight into how different sectors operate, as well as helping you to grow your professional connections and volunteering something you're huge about. So you're in a great position to be able to um, help share your knowledge and inspire myself and other listeners. So I'm going uh, to kick off with the first question for you, Damien, here. So what made you volunteer in the first place? You, my first volunteering role, I didn't really. If something I had in my mind, I thought I, I, I'd love to have a go at, um, this is for uh, the um, Community Housing Cymru. They are a kind of our umbrella body in Wales for social housing, and, and they have a um, comms strategic uh, delivery group. Um, and it's something I thought about, you know, I'd like, like to be a part of. And I thought, oh, crumbs, is that going to take a lot of time? And um, Jane Rothero, who now is the chair of the group, uh, she contacted me and said, Damien, I'd like you to, to put, your, put your name forward, put your, hat, um, your name in the hat to, to become vice chair. I said, Jane, is that going to take a lot of time? Um, and she said, no, no, it should be fine. And you'll enjoy it and, and growing things. So I did it. And it, it, was, it was brilliant. You know, it's not, um, it doesn't take a lot of time up, really. Um, but it, it wasn't something I initially uh, thought. So I thought of doing, but not. Um, it, it, I was worried about did I have enough time, you know, and that always held me back. But that rolled on to other things. Where um, I think at the same time I, I wanted to to become a, a board member of our local um, community radio station because um, I'm a ma- massive fan of music, very passionate about that, and I wanted to kind of still keep my hand in. I've sort of semi-retired as a drummer. So I still wanted to sort of do something with, with the music industry and things. So I thought helping the local um, community radio station w- would, would be a thing. And um, that that was something I was really passionate about uh, doing. Brilliant. And do you think then just volunteering for groups, does it take up much much time for people who want to do it? It, it depends on, on the groups, I guess, you're involved with. But with... Um, with my role as a board member with, with the community radio station, um, it tends to be about an hour hour a week. Um, and there's some other side tasks that I've, I've helped with. I've helped with um, sort of their marketing and things, and, and I've designed some T-shirts and things for them and that, that sort of stuff. Um, for um, for other groups, I mean, it could it could take longer depending on what tasks you know you, you need to do, but it may not may may not be any more than an hour. You know, just meeting with you know meeting with um, a board or, or volunteering in, in that way and discussing just just using your skills. You know, as a comms practitioner, yeah. we've got lots of transferable skills um, yeah. that these groups um, you know really need. Really, you know. Yeah, and that's good to know actually because I think that 
you see lots of stuff on socials about volunteering and it's a uh, um, volunteering days that have been uh, offered through their employers and uh, people are out for a whole day doing thing and that probably is a misconception and you've it's really nice that you suggested there an hour volunteering is volunteering and I think it's not the quantity mm. of this um, you know one hour spelt, spent giving those skills is something that uh, that time for that organization itself a it's going to save them some money uh, and b they've genuinely got somebody on board who has a, a committed and a passionate interest in what they're trying to do as an organization and I don't think um, it gets any better because you're not having to recruit somebody in they're actually coming to you and wanting to do it uh, and wanting to do it for no cost it, it, you know it's a really nice thing to be able to do so I can see where um, the appeal to that and it's nice to know that you know uh, an hour is still classed as volunteering because I, I definitely would have thought it's going to be a, a much bigger a bigger thing you know you could do a zoom call with somebody for 20 minutes and it's still you're giving up your time aren't you to help somebody so it's, it's nice to know that so well, often the often yeah. ch- charity organizations they don't really have the kind of skills and things because they don't yeah. because they're not paying for board members they're not paying yeah. for you know, people to come volunteer and things um and and uh, like i said they, they tend to be run by volunteers so that so our uh, community radio station is, is run is managed by um steve's an ex-mechanic you know um, right. But he's passionate about community radio, and, and yeah. you know, the, the knowledge he's got is brilliant, and he's sort of learned it over the years. But but he would argue, he would say himself, he's not a marketeer or, or a comms person. Yeah. So so yeah. I'm able to go there with, with that kind of hat on and, and offer that kind of viewpoint. And again, so we're working with this, you know different organisations, um, which have different ways of working, different challenges, and that that was one of the other reasons what it sort of attracted me to to the community radio station. Is that I, I could sort of flex some of my knowledge around marketing and things, which I can't really do in my yeah. my role um, in social housing because we don't really sell a product. We we have a, we have a brand we market, but we don't necessarily yeah. sell things. And in the community radio station, they they do need to sort of um, sell advertising and things like that to yeah, keep them yeah. running because that's, that's how they revenue. sort of keep going with the volunteers. Yeah, excellent. That's great. That and so you know, and also probably another potential misconception is that volunteering something you have to. Or, or you can only do when you've amassed years worth of experience. So when is a when is a good time in your career to volunteer? Then, Damien. I, yeah, I I totally agree with that because that's exactly how I thought. I thought I needed to amass something like thirty years of experience and all these qualifications and and all this sort of thing. And to be honest, I I think anybody if they got spare time. And, and the passion for an organization, they should they should approach them and ask, can they volunteer or join their board um, and that type of thing? Because you know, we've all got you know transferable skills as common practitioners that can help um, all sorts of organizations that, that just need um, you know maybe a bit of direction in terms of comms. And comms is such a such an important thing to be at, at a kind of a board level, really, um, because yeah. communication is just so important. But yeah, uh, you know, there's, there's no better time than now, really. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. So it's inspired, you know. Hopefully, the listeners are inspired to um, not wait for thirty years before they offer up their skills and expertise. Because you could have been in post for six months or a year, and you've got some expertise that would benefit um, a number of organisations. And we're talking specifically com skills. So that's nice to hear, and it's good. And I hope that's encouraged. The thing is, I think as well, if people that. really haven't got, um, if, if they haven't got that, that those years of experience as well, they may be asking some some critical questions. Because yeah. they don't understand, and maybe that also may open up some discussion on boards and things where you got somebody going, "Well, actually, what does that mean? 
You know, yeah. well, why do we do it that way? You know, why can't we do it another way? So that critical thinking, or, or critical questioning, is really important yeah. at that level too. I th- certainly, so I th- there's, there's probably there ele- another element there is that you can gain some very different perspectives to help your own marketing, comms, PR career and skill set by putting yourself in an environment that you wouldn't ordinarily have gone into as part of your profession because it's not a job that you've applied for. Um, and it, you know, so that's not going to be of any detriment because there's probably some things that you can bring back into your day-to-day work um, workplace that will benefit or even the questions that you would ask to, to colleagues and more senior managers who might have that knowledge so you're bringing other people's experience and knowledge so somebody might be in your team who's got 30 years your leader your line manager um, where they're in effect that giving their experience but they're not doing the actual volunteering part themselves they're not spending an hour or two or three hours in the other organizations but they're still so you can you kind of got that you're expanding that volunteer network almost um by uh, that individual going back into the organization and tapping into the expertise then. So we've, we've talked to quite a number of things there that, you know, hopefully have inspired people to go and look for volunteering. But why do you think then, why should people volunteer in the first place at all? I, as, as I said, I think there's, as, as cons practitioners, we've got lots of transferable skills. You know, we can offer organizations, uh, certainly charities and, and that type of thing. Um, and especially if you're passionate about a particular cause or something, that really helps as well. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm passionate about music, and 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 the end for me was really you know the, the community radio station and things. Um, but I think you know there's, there's so much um, you know people people can offer. So it, it's I, I would say just you know look around. Actually, if you look on LinkedIn, um, you look for board member uh, places and and and. and um, and, and roles you can actually uh, yeah. find quite a lot on there actually for, for different organizations you know um some are paid actually as well you know some are paid some are not so it, it all depends yeah. on the kind of organiz- organization really and things but um but yeah if you're passionate about a specific cause or, or, or organization um it's probably worth approaching them and, and asking you know do they have any space on, on their board or, or would they like you know you to volunteer their time you know because because like i said there's lots of transferable skills that all college yeah. practitioners have where this helps social media and that type of thing so uh, you know i've helped other organizations in the past um small businesses and things um with their social media because because they just don't understand it um we had a it was a, a local building firm if, with us you know they they, they they're great at building houses and walls and things, but they're not great on their social media. So uh, and their website. So I, I, I helped them. I volunteered a little bit of time with them really just to help them out because they, they just didn't really understand it. So, but we but we just we just go about our day job, you know, and we just we got yeah. all these skills that we could be helping other organisations with. Yeah, and no, that's very true. That so I think you've certainly given a um, a very different perspective on volunteering. Certainly for me personally, uh, in terms of it doesn't have to be as structured, and you can go and proactively go to places to go and so what advice then would you give to somebody that's thinking of volunteering their time and skills to an organization i i would say um you know i understand you, you you're gonna have to give up an hour of your time probably once a month um or maybe a little bit more so so you, you know so maybe if you've got little, little ones you know, maybe you need to think about when when is a good time when you've got that kind of spare time when they when they're not so little perhaps but um so yeah, apart from the actual the, the time, I, I I'd say just you know find the organisation you're passionate about, find um, 
the industry maybe you're interested in or you'd like to expand your knowledge about as well because that's the other thing when you sort of join other organizations boards you may get a perspective into into a different um industry that, that you never knew you know um so 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 that, that that might help even for people who are looking to progress their career or uh, even network as well you know in terms of you know find other people to sort of uh, work with in, in going forward yeah and would you say then for for line managers and leaders who aren't necessarily going to do the volunteering but potentially are being approached by um people in their teams at more junior levels or any level for that matter and there isn't a volunteering program how can they create an environment for those colleagues to actually be able to be comfortable and there's a safe space for them to approach the leaders to say look there's an organization here because there's a whole social value piece for the organization itself isn't it do you think that you think the leadership teams are aware of that that's the that's a fantastic benefit to the organization and encouraging the individuals to do that where there isn't a volunteering program in place because that isn't commonplace in every organization no i, I was very lucky because when i pro- approached um my boss and i said you know i'm thinking about volunteering for our local um a local community radio station, you know, I think it could be a great benefit because there's something, obviously, there's some synergy between what we do as a as a housing association and what they're looking to achieve because they, they work with volunteers and, and people in the community and things as well. Yeah. Um, she, she said, yeah, great, go for it. And she's been really supportive um, through through all through you know uh, all that type of, all my connection there. And also with 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 comms hero as well. When when, when I, I said to her, you know, um, I was approached to be a comms hero ambassador, she was like, "Great, that's brilliant." Because I think when you when you work with other organisations, you get different perspectives, you know, yeah. of, of how things work, um, and then you make those connections, and you think, "Oh, great, okay, maybe we should bring that back to our organisation and, and try yeah. that." And I've done that many times, you know. Amazing. Can we give a shout out for your boss then? I think it's worthwhile. Yeah, L. El- Elliot, thank you so much for, for allowing me the, the space and time to go and to go and volunteer with other organisations and bring that knowledge back and then, then being really enthusiastic about it and implement it in, in our organisation because that Excellent. tends to be what I do. <laughs> well, when, when, when this episode goes live, you can you know um, make sure Elliot listens to that. And thank you, Elliot, for, for mm-hmm. giving Damien the um, time to do the volunteering but also get involved in Comzero as well. We you know it's appreciated so going on to you're here because you're part of the com zero community you've talked about being an ambassador you've done the carbon literacy training that we kicked off this year so you know damien just share for the listeners why is com zero important to you and would you recommend people working in comms marketing and pr to be part of it i i love the comms hero community you know because um not everybody can know everything but you can know a lot of people which know a lot of things I think in, in the comms hero community, there's a lot of people who know a lot of things and we're all at different stages of our careers or, or organizations at different stages. And you can just lean on people and sort of just nudge them and say, oh, can I, can I borrow this, you know, uh, this information yeah. off you? Or do you, you know, can you put me in the right direction? And that's what I love about the community. And it's all very kind of lighthearted and everybody's kind of, you know, um, you know on social media, you know, everybody's really great to tag people in and, and have a good bit of a joke and a bit of a laugh and things. Because comms can be really serious and can be really you know can sort of grind you down you know on, on the yeah. day job thing so we all kind of sort of pick each other up which is which is really great and i, I yeah. definitely recommend you know anybody working in comms anybody working in marketing even if if you're a, a creative person as well who's who's sort of a graphic designer and things i think you could yeah. benefit you know be, for being part of the comms community um 
because obviously there's a lot of transferable skills there, you know, that you need to be able to communicate well as a sort of a graphic designer, you know, so, and, and there's lots of uh, stuff that's been discussed at comms here. I think um, our, our graphic designer, uh, Sophie, she thought that was brilliant, you know, and, and yeah. that's really informed the way, what she does, you know, going forward. Brilliant. No, no, thank you for sharing that. And it's really good that the community is delivering and that, that kind of networking and the sharing of best practice, all that stuff. It's, you know, over that nine year period that we've been going so far, it's definitely been the core theme of when people are asked that question that they come back with. So Damien, thanks for what's been a great interview and uh, I'm sure the Comsera listeners will enjoy that. And lots of, um, popular misconceptions for me personally have been dispelled on volunteering and I hope that that's been the same case uh, for listeners and um, they're inspired to do the volunteering themselves but if they want to find out more what's important you know I'd love for people to connect with you so how can they do that where will they find you they can uh, they can find me on twitter I'm quite sort of active on twitter and linkedin I do have an instagram but I I don't really post very much on there really to be honest I'm more just uh, very kind of just just I just watch other accounts really <laughs> and just follow lots of music music things but if you, want, if you want to connect with me it's Twitter and LinkedIn excellent and we'll share the links in the show notes anyway so um so you'll find this podcast on Spotify Apple and your chosen platform and on our website comzero.com you can follow us on Twitter at comzero if you do listen on Apple or Spotify please leave a rating and review hit the follow and subscribe button as well so you can get the new episodes that are every two weeks now um, so uh, Damien it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for giving up even more of your time for the Comzero community and uh, I'm sure the listeners are going to enjoy this one thank you so much for having me